By the shores of old Lake Michigan, where the hawk wind blows so cold, an old cub lay dying. In his midnight hour, the toll. That's you. Round his bed, his friends had all gathered. They knew his time was short. And on his head, they put this bright blue cap. From his all-time favorite sport. Stupid blue hat. Told him it's late. It's getting dark in here. And I know it's time to go. But before I leave the lineup, <laughs> boys, there's just one thing that I'd like to know. Do they still play the blues in Chicago? Yes, they do. When baseball season rolls around. When the snow melts away, the copy still plays in their ivy-covered burial ground. Not anymore. When I was a boy, they were my pride Ever? and joy. But now they only bring fatigue to the home of the brave, the land of the free, and the doormat of the National League. Told his friends. You know, the law of averages says anything will happen that can. That's what it says. But the last time the Cubs won a National League pennant was the year we dropped the bomb on Japan. The Cubs made me a criminal, sent me down a wayward path. They stole my youth from me. That's the truth. I'd forsake my teachers to go sit in the bleachers in flagrant truancy. And one thing led to another. Soon I discovered alcohol, gambling, that helps. dope, football, hockey, lacrosse, tennis. Wrestling. When you raise up a young boy's hopes and then just crush them like so many paper beer cups. Crush. Year after year after year. After year. After year after year after year after year. How's it feel to be back to normal, Clark? We're back. Well, everybody, welcome to the Sports Attic, We're because that's where we are. Attic. We're live. And the Cubs are once again losers, so that must feel really appropriate for you. What do you mean by once again losers? Well, they, they, I don't know if you know the history of the Cubs, but for 100 years, they were complete and utter losers. I don't know if you remember this, but the last time you and I were here in the Sports Attic, you were busy at the time telling me about how much of a better team the Washington Nationals were than the Cubs, and what happened there. What happened there? The, the Cubs team won. The Cubs yes. overcame. They did. They overcame. And they defeated the Nationals and made and it to the third straight National League championship, Al. And then? Three straight. You tell, me, and then? you tell me the last time our loved Chicago Bears made it to three straight NFC championships. And then? What happened afterwards? They met, they met the mighty Dodgers, man. Yeah. Hot LA. damn, those Dodgers. Whew. I, you got to give it to them. They dominated. And then that final game was just like, see you later, good night. Have a good one. The Dodgers just destroyed. Once again, the Cubs were a national embarrassment. It was sad. A national embarrassment. A national embarrassment. What, what, what were they? Do you think they? Do you think they stood up proud? I was very damn proud of their season, my friend. You they were. You were writing it were off. Wit. No, I wasn't writing them off. Writing them off. I told you before the playoffs. I told you a month before the playoffs that the Cubs had like a twenty percent, twenty five percent chance of getting, of getting to where, of getting to the World Series, and they're here. And they made it to the National League Championship, I'm saying. 
Yeah, that was the best they could do. And that's the best they will do forever and on. You're kind of, you're ridiculous. I, I know for a fact, they, because I went to the Billy Goat and had a cheeseburger recently. And uh, I don't know if you know this, but, uh, well, we've talked. My family uh, has long protected the Cubs' curse and maintained it. And we had a little bit of a stumbling block after 100-plus years of doing an excellent job. And a really, really excellent job, if I do say so myself. Um, that now we are back on, on board, and the Cubs will never again, not never again, but not for another 100 years, win a World Series. You're calling it a hundred years. A hundred years, man. Here's the thing: I had my my daughter was born just after. Never, she's just never after the one. And yep. she's cursed. And when she gets older, I'll be like, "Oh, sorry, just missed it." Yeah, like, she should have it. Her shirt that says right now, "My Cubs are the World Series champions." Mm-hmm. She should have a shirt that says, "My Cubs." I just missed it. Well, they're not her Cubs. She doesn't own the team. She she could. Uh, I don't even think she's eating solid food yet. For the record, uh, she had some rice cereal this week. That, that's a big deal in the kid community and in, in babies. With yeah. Babies eating that for the first time. Eight from a spoon. Do you have like a Reddit you go to? That's like all. It's all baby talk. No, I, that's a good idea. I bet there is. There's I'm a, sure there's, there's a, a baby. baby Reddit. I there's guarantee no you there's it. a baby Reddit. I, I know it. I've never read it, but I'm sure it exists. Hell of a good. Hell of a season for the Cubs. They they overcame going into no. the, halfway through the season, going into the, no. the All Star break. You didn't know if they'd make it. You didn't know if they'd get there, and they did. They got to the playoffs. Not only did they get to the playoffs, they won. They won in the playoffs, Al. Do you know the, the number to call in? Because I need some help from people here. Yeah, I just, uh, I just had it. I, I actually, I wasn't quite aware that we were starting the show when we were. And, but I appreciate you taking. Is it three four seven nine four five? Used to be. It's currently seven six zero four five four eight eight three four. Oh, so it's right in front of me. Seven six zero. Four five four eight eight three four. If you want to join in, give us a call. And here's something I learned. Anything, really, right? Like, yeah. Well, especially the. I mean, the loser Cubs, the winter Bears. What? The. Um, I went to a really good Ring of Honor New Japan show. We'll talk. We'll about talk that. a little bit about that. Your DraftKings, your your daily Lose fantasy. Let's let's have a chat. I, I hit up to one ninety five. I hit my water. Oh, you're so close. Keep, I got to break so that two hundred. Um. But yeah, yeah. So give us a call. Oh, and here's something I learned when I was in Denver, and I had to call into this show, and you left me on hold for like two hours. Well, uh, you told you can listen to the show story about. It. I you don't can know. listen to the show. Anyways, uh, press one to talk to us. You press one to talk. To yeah. Us. If you if you call in and you hear the show and you're waiting for us to pick up, it doesn't necessarily pop into our queue. But as soon as you hit one, then it lets me know that you want to talk, and then boom, we'll get you on the air. Oh, that's how it works. But you can listen. You can show? listen. Well, you call in, you start hearing us. You know? right, 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 right. But it doesn't necessarily. I think you show up in the queue. Oh, I don't know because you didn't. Uh, you did well, not. I don't know if you know this, but a lot of times it does happen where the person who's looking at it, and it has happened here in the attic, the person who's watching it, where sometimes you just you just missed it. Heck, I just missed our two one seven callers last week too. Well, then let me just say this: yes, just to be safe, press one. If you want to talk. If not, I don't care. Uh, I think you have to press one. I mean, Clark thinks that it's on us, that we're we're making the mistakes, and that's very possible, uh, especially when when I'm not here. But now that I'm back, I think think we'll be okay. Welcome back, Al. We're we're glad to have you back because uh, it was two weeks ago that uh, we did the show on a Sunday uh, when you were in Denver. Right. So it's been three weeks since we've been here in this. Yeah, time. man, a lot has happened. A ton of things have happened. Uh, the Bears have uh, they've won a couple of football games in that time. Yeah, 
Trubisky's what? Two and one as a starter. Trubisky, yeah, uh, two and one as a starter. He's not really getting much done back there. Well, I don't think he's had a game over two hundred yards, has he? No, he just barely cracked a hundred, and he got seventy of that in one in one swing. Yeah, yesterday. But he's also not given many opportunities. He was four of seven yesterday against the Panthers. Well, four of seven. Do little uh, log, no gains. That's a great. That's a great thing that you came up with. Do little logins. Well done. Stop it. What? Do little logins. He um. He's doing the right thing. Like you don't want to create a game script that's pass heavy when you a don't have receivers, b have a rookie, rookie quarterback. quarterback. But he is such hot garbage as an offensive coordinator. Even though he's doing the right thing, it's still terrible. Why did Tariq Cohen not have a rush? Don't get me wrong. Like I mean, I know that Jordan Howard's a beast back there, but don't you think you got to run them both a little, a little bit? Well, I can answer Just that. A little bit. No, I can answer that question pretty simply, Clark. Time of possession. Oh, geez. If you don't have the ball, how the hell are you going to give it to your second running back when your Was first he? running back had how many carries? Do you know how many carries Howard had? I'm asking. I don't know. Uh, I'm looking it up. Okay. I had it up. So the fact that the Bears had very little plays because their defense was doing all the scoring and Carolina would drive, they just couldn't get the job done or they would turn over the ball, um, led right. to the fact that you really can't give your second running back your speed, your change of pace back when you haven't even gotten your first running back going because you only handed him the ball zero times. I guess that my point here on it is that Mitch did as well as he could, and he did, he did what was asked of him to do, which was not turn the ball over. The Bears came out of that game with a plus three on the turnovers, and that's why they won the game. Every other stat Carolina was ahead in. Every other stat. Well, sure. They, they, uh, uh, they dominated the game. Howard had 21 carries for 65 yards. Yeah. Well, 21 is a decent word. 3.1 per. And Trubisky had five uh, carries for three yards. Yeah. Well, that's just him taking off in an emergency. And those weren't necessarily yeah. designed run plays. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you don't have receivers. This is one of the first football teams in the history of the NFL that there, there are zero receivers. It's a very interesting strategy. I don't think it's going to get us very far. You know, at least, uh, at least we're showing signs, and, yeah, they're, they're taking it really slow and really steady with Mitch T. Jake today down at Beer Down brought up a good point, though. We got the Browns on the schedule left this year. We got San Francisco left on the schedule. Like, that's five wins right there, Al. Like it looks like it looks like they may be able to pull out six or seven victories this year, which is about what I projected, or or even a little better. I mean, the NFC you got you get to play the NFC some more. You get to play the Aaron Rodgers less Green Bay Packers. You get the Lions twice. I think they can beat the Lions at least once. That defense is that good. I believe. I believe in that defense a lot. If they can stay healthy, I mean, did you see? Did you see those first? We had a. Stack. I was right there, Clark. I was sitting next to you. We were. We were at the game. We were. Third row. Eddie Jackson came and said hello to us. Uh, running, he ran right at us with that first one. That was fantastic. Um, yeah, the defense is good. I, yeah. I don't want to take anything away. Three from... sacks, on, one sack on each of their first three possessions. It was very fantastic. So then Mitch's job is: this is like the Super Bowl Bears. The last time the Bears went to the Super Bowl, where Grossman's running it, the Lovey Smith Super Bowl where the offense doesn't have to do that much. 
They just don't have to turn it over. I'm not saying that these Bears are getting to the playoffs or, the, you know, the, let alone the Super Bowl. But I'm just saying that it's nice to see a victory against the Panthers from the Chicago Bears. Sure it is. It's real nice. It's, it's a lovely, uh, delightful thing. I mean, yeah, anytime yeah. the Bears win, it makes me happy. And that was certainly the case yesterday, uh, despite the fact my foot wasn't working. Oh, that was, I'm sorry, man. That it, was rough. In Soldier Field, like, if you're not from Chicago or you, you are and you've never been there, don't go. It is absolutely miserable. It is, it is impossible to get to. It is a, a freaking four-mile walk. Uh, it's not four, but it was a mile, that's for sure, just to get to the front of the stadium. And then when you're sitting on the south end, it's another half mile to get there. It was a long, long walk to get down there. But thanks to our friend Brent, we had some amazing seats. Oh, and, those uh, are fantastic. Once you're in there, I mean, it's a good time. It's a, it's a cool building, but it's just not convenient in any way. Sometimes it's nice to watch a Bears game without the commentators and to be there live, to, to watch it happen yourself without having to listen to them. Like, you get to actually watch football happen. Yeah, you do get you get to a different angle. Like, we were sitting in the end zone. Like a Kurt angle. And uh, so when... Carolina was on defense. I mean, you would see that you'd see the quarterback and you would basically see it from the line level and you would see like the line holding and then you would all of a sudden see a guy bust through. Yes, it was good to see. We got to see close to us a lot. Cam's back because they were on our side quite a bit and Cam's back. That meant the defense was doing pretty darn well. Um, On the first, the fumble pickup for Eddie Jackson scoring the touchdown there where we were at. I couldn't tell for sure watching it live. If it was, it could have been closer than it was. I, I thought it might have been an incomplete pass from where we watched. So I had to look up at the replay to be like, okay, that's why the other people who could see it could tell that that was definitely a fumble. And that was fantastic. Yeah, that was. That was a, that was a gorgeous play that uh, ended really well. No, and share uh, this on Twitter here. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, that's nice of you. Let people you know, give people uh, heads up. Maybe we'll get some calls. 760-454-8834. And uh, it's just really a, a relief has been lifted off Chicago now that we no longer have to pretend the Cubs are like uh, this amazing, excellent thing when really they were just the Cubs who statistically finally reached the promised land after over 100 years of Poor management, terrible fans, and bad baseball. Speaking of management, uh, Joe Madden uh, let go of uh, the pitching coach, Basio. What do you feel about uh, that? Who he inherited. Um, oh, he inherited him. Yeah, he, he, he had inherited him. I feel that Chris Basio did a lot of great things. And I think he gets credit for Jake Arrieta, uh, Kyle Hendricks, everybody. But here's the deal. This season now, there were many times where the pitch count was just out of this world early on. They were throwing a lot of pitches and giving up way too many first-inning runs. Now, I know that old man John Lackey is part of that, but still, they were giving up a lot of runs. And uh, I like Basio. I wish him well. Uh, I just caught a rumor that uh, he may be interviewing for the St. Louis position. So that'd be something else if he became the pitching coach there. That'd be a little bit of extra, extra drama for you, Al, with the St. Louis Cardinals. Where right, the big rival. Yeah, but he's going to have to get in line with the Cardinal way because that's what they do down there. They have the Cardinal way, this bullshit, Al. 
where it's like, this is the Cardinal way. And people at the end of this season, when they had a bad season, were talking about guys like Dexter Fowler coming in, not being into the Cardinal way, former Cub Dexter Fowler. Sure. Uh, it looks like they're going to go with Joe's guy from Tampa. Uh, he's coming up for an interview. Joe Madden's pitching coach out of Tampa. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, Dave Martinez, his bench coach, interviewed, interviewed for, uh, is interviewing for Dusty Baker's old job with the Washington Nationals. That would throw a little bit of a wrinkle into that system. And then you got uh, another bit of news was today that uh, former uh, assistant hitting coach, Eric Hinsky is taking uh, a hitting coach position with uh, – shoot, I think it was somebody out west. He, he's, he's taking another gig, the assistant hitting coach from the Cubs. So a lot of changes going on in the coaching staff. They've got a lot to address for next year. Where did the bats go? We need some pitching. Our bullpen needs a little bit of help. Wade Davis, uh, he's solid as a closer. He's a very solid closer. Uh, but what happened? Why did, why the breakdown? And of course, you know, you, you fire the pitching coach and you hope that that can help fix that, but they're going to need a couple starters because I don't see them re-signing. I don't see them signing Jake Arietta. I think it's going to be way too much money and you just, you don't, uh, they're, I don't see them spending it on him and I wish him well. I hope he gets a great contract. He's got the Cy Young for us. We want the, the Cubs won a world series. Uh, and then John Lackey's position. So right now we're on three starters. You got John Lester. You got Jose Quintana and Kyle Hendricks. Yeah, I truly believe we have seen the uh, the beginning of the end. Okay, of the Cubs. Success. So then you're going to give your boy Thea a call and let him know that he's got to do better, or you just have no faith in him to get this figured out? Because what he did in Boston was they won, then they lost a couple, and then they won again. Like he, he's known for mm-hmm. being able to keep it up, and he has built this team to be there year in and out, year in and year out. And I don't know if you, if I, did I mention it earlier? Three straight NLCSs? Did I mention that? I'm saying it, they're successful and expect them to be around there for a while. But everybody, you're saying that, but yet their, their production fell from last year to this year. So you're keeping the same parts. How, what, what are you talking and about? And production is going down. Other teams get better. Some teams regress. You've got to work hard to get better. I it's think your team is regressing. Down. It's is one year, of course it's regressed. They regress from winning the World Series. That's a regression, damn right. it. And then they didn't get a World Series this year, and they're not going to get one next what year. Happened they're to not going to win the NLCS the year before. They got swept out of it by the New York Mets. Then last year, they overcame. They got to the World Series. They, they little, won yeah. the damn thing. This year, they didn't get swept out of it. Momentum. They showed a little bit of fight, and they got a victory against a Dodgers team that was better. God dang it, Al. I don't get what you're saying. Yeah, why, and the Dodgers you? are a team that's been built to last as well. You've been wrong. You've been wrong about the Cubs so much, and you sit over there and you talk like you you have it all figured okay. out. Okay, back in the World Series, can we point? The Cubs were down three to two, and I remember a Monday we were with Comedy Accident. And you said they don't have a chance. They're down three to two to Cleveland, <laughs> and then here on the show, just three short weeks ago, you're sitting here talking. Oh, the Nationals are so much better. Jesus Christ! I just want to bring up the fact. What that fact? You have been a Cubs fan your entire life. No, I spent yeah, yeah, yeah. Your entire life you've been a Cubs fan. For about three years there, I was a White Sox. Fan. And you're not a young as fella. Gene Lamont, what's up? Kirkland's you're up. not a young fella. I mean, yeah, you know, you're, you're the backside of thirty. That is true. With a baby, and you cheered these losers for decades without any success. I become a Cubs fan. And within three years, we win a World Series. So to tell me that 
I don't know what I'm talking about when was, you have accepted failure. And what was the day that you became a Cubs fan? It was a Monday, Clark. Three years ago. On a Monday. It was a. Li- it was about four years ago. Come but Monday, it'll be all right. We're doing a show on a Monday. We haven't done a show on a Monday in a while. But we've done a lot of sun. Hey, the show baby's back. <laughs> Is that the same one I use? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, well, it's nice to to show baby uh, stuff. Yeah, I have no more stats. My computer's done. Your computer died? Yeah, no. You didn't give me the thing to plug in tonight. I plugged it in over here. I unplugged your coffee maker or something. Oh, Clark, there's a whole timer set up at that coffee maker. I think I might have unplugged the blender. There's a whole timer set up at that blender. There is not a timer on that blender. The the, the other thing, there might be. There isn't, no. Oh, you, you're fine. Damn it. Oh, I got in trouble at an uncle's house when I was a kid once because he had the coffee pot set to go off in the morning because we were going to go fishing. Yeah. And that night I had to go over and mess with it, and I accidentally lost the coffee pot sticking out too much, so it didn't start the coffee in time. Oh. I felt bad. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't in trouble. We still went fishing. Had a good time. Down on the Mark Twain Lake in Hannibal, Missouri. Ooh, beautiful. Oh, yeah. Uncle Gene. Good good to hear. Uh, good, good. How's Gene doing? Gene all right? Oh, Gene's great. Beautiful. I don't get to see him as much as I should, but my dad and I, we, we got to go down there and spend a good time with him a few years back. Cool. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, so your Cubs are losers, and they're losers again. And I'm going to do my best as a Cubs fan to not accept failure like you have. And you already have. You're like, oh, this was a great year. A wonderful year. They they went ahead and, oh, boy, they made the championship. So you feel like it was the worst year that any team has had? Oh, God, no. Making the Final Four is just a terrible thing. No, 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 no. That is a wonderful, exciting thing. But everybody knew from the get-go. What did they know? From season pitch one of game one of the 170,000 games there are. They're talking about dropping it. Well, they should. There's they won't. Chance. But I don't think. I don't see him doing it. There's a chance in Chicago, too, but he's rapping. So, this. That <laughs> <laughs> was terrible. I'm sorry. I like it. Go ahead. Uh, I don't even remember what I was talking about now. <laughs> oh, he's rapping. Oh, give us a call. 760 454 8834. We discussed lifestyle. We we discuss the rich and famous uh, sports, regardless of the sport. Sometimes sports, sports entertainment. Yeah, I saw an, uh, an amazing wrestling show about two weeks ago. Uh, you went to the uh, the Ring of Honor show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little New Japan meets uh, Ring of Honor. Is that at the same place that they usually stop by? No, it was a new place. It was it was where ECW used to do shows back in the day. ECW used to come out here. Yeah, and do shows. Yeah, oh. yeah, that, that, and that was the venue they used. I thought they were only on the East Coast. No, they made it out here once or twice. That's cool. No, so was it, it a good it, show? It was amazing. Yeah, Cody does it. Cody, because Cody is not a very good wrestler. Um, sure. But he surrounds himself. I mean, you get the Young Bucks and Hangman Page, and they were, they were doing crazy spots. Cody's doing a really good job with this leaving the WWE thing. And it's Cody Rhodes, son of the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, of course. He was playing the role of Stardust for a little bit, which Goldust ended up being a role for his brother, Dustin, that worked out very well. I'm sorry, I'll, I'll let you continue oh, no, with, no, it's, uh, with Cody. And he's with the Young Bucks and the Bullet right. Club, who are part of New Japan Pro. And he, he's not allowed to call himself uh, Cody Rhodes. He's just Cody. He's just Cody, because WWE owns the name Rhodes. Right. 
Matter of fact, I got the new uh, WWE game, and Dusty uh, Dusty's in there. I didn't draft him into my league though. Dusty's in it. Yeah, Dusty's in it. Polka dots. I do have Cody, but I don't have Dusty. They're like jeans. Yeah, uh, polka dot. Polka dot. Polka dot. Dusty. Yeah, I love that Dusty. I did the polka dot as a kid. I Sapphire. did. Yeah, I Ooh. love that. He's dancing. Blue eyes snow, baby. Blue eyes snow. Um, so everybody does a Dusty impersonation. It's kind of like Macho Man. Yeah, it is. It's really cool. So in my federation, that was my first draft pick. I took Macho Man Randy On Savage. The new one? Yeah. Okay. And I'm trying to get him the world title, but so Jinder was Jinder was champion, and then he got thrown into like a five way match with Stone Cold Steve Austin. All right. Bram Strowman, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Jinder Mahal. Mm-hmm. And uh, he didn't pull it out. Bram ended up winning the match. Wow. And you then the title or you got the title? Yeah, he won the title off of Jinder. Wow. And then Stone Cold came in and beat his ass and has held it since. So basically what you're telling me is WWE 2K17, isn't that what it's called? 18, I think now. 18. Yeah. Um, uh, is basically like you, it's a fantasy. It's a dream because you can put wrestlers from anywhere. Right. And you get to play out. It's like seasons or it's like you're playing out the storyline. You create, you could create anybody. Okay. Or you could go online and up and download people that other people have created. Okay. So people obviously make guys like Cody and Kenny Omega. Oh, and, I see. So All you right. bring okay. those guys in. Okay. Yeah. That, that makes a lot of sense. And they look a lot like the real thing, like the gameplay right. like and everything. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then you can create yourself. I actually made me. I, this right. is Usually I create a wrestler called Duke Williams. And like that's my fantasy guy, and I roll with him in the in the career mode. Oh, you threw in Al Archer this year. It's Al Archer. I'm my height, I'm my weight, and uh, I'm very undersized. Everybody's a lot bigger than me, but I got some moves. You went with your weight, yeah, yeah, and everything. And like I wear like a hoodie to the ring and uh, sunglasses. Kind of, a, and... kind of a Kevin Owens style. It is. It is very much say. so. Oh, that's fantastic. That's great. Oh, oh, show baby fell. Uh-oh. Show baby oh, hit no. its head. Oh no! Oh, what are we God. gonna do? I don't know. Oh, I hope it's okay. Anyways, we'll deal with that later. Sure. Uh, also, been very excited with Daily Fantasy. Um, I've been using uh, Fantasy Labs this year, and uh, I found a system that is working for me that basically plays averages with long shots that pretty much hold the money I put in with the average. And then give me a chance to have a couple teams possibly go off. Okay. And, uh, yeah, last week that happened. Put up 195 points in a tournament. And uh, it wasn't – it's a, about 300,000 people in the tournament. Puts me in about – I was in the top 1,000. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, decent ranking and not as high as I'd like to. Gotcha. Uh, like to get. But the, the process is working, and that's very exciting to me. Nice work. This week I went with a little too that. much exposure, too many receivers. Too much exposure, meaning uh, too many of your guys were being played by other people? Too mu- too many of my guys, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what exposure is, but it's also exposure within your own teams. Like, if you're building 20 teams and you have Tom Brady as your quarterback in all of them, uh-huh. he has 100 exposure. Right. If you're running Tom Brady 40%, then okay. he's in, you know, 40% yeah. of the games. And then you have other people in it. Oh, and that's right. And your exposure, you did a lot of uh, – uh, Tyrod Taylor. Right. Right. So if you kind of know the players. The shady went off up there. Right. Tyrod did not exactly. No. No, no. Well, Tyrod wasn't that he expensive. Hit his numbers? 
Oh, okay. So let's say he was 15. So he did what you need. I think he was five grand. Okay. He put up 20 points. Oh, that's great. That's a good, that's that's a good, good. good day. Yeah. And then the fact you got the production from McCoy, it, it builds a base there. And that's in like 60% of my leagues. And then there's a mixture of other guys in there. And the more guys you can nail down and put those higher percentages, uh-huh. the more teams you're going to create with, and those guys go off. And then the more teams you're going to have built around them. And one of them is going to be a really good team. Okay. So that, that's the strategy. And I like it. It works. You know, I've read, I read a couple books to get there, but uh, every, every week I seem to get a little more idea of what I'm doing. Well, that's, that's good. exciting. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad to hear it. Uh, you've definitely gotten me involved with it and I'll, I'll do a lot. I'll create quite a few lineups. Generally, I just, I'll do a quick Google to see what people are, what, what stacks might be a good idea. Yeah. Who to do that with, uh, who, who has the, the best chance to go off. And then I'll, I'll generate a few lineups, uh, with my, with my program. I'm going on number fire right now. And I did really well last week I, I i finished uh i doubled my money and i was happy with that 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 was a big start so this week i i played half of that good so i got another week next week hopefully i'll do better next week i think my best lineup this week was 129 points could have been a lot better my the stack of hunley which we thought there'd be a good chance of th- something happening there hunley with the packers and adams just kind of took a dive yeah. jordy nelson too i had him in one terrible Dropped the ball. The what Packers. Packers just yeah, bit they, a lot they dropped of people. The ball. And so did Mariota. So did the Tennessee guys. Those guys really, uh, they didn't do much. Yeah, I had really high projections for the receivers of Tennessee. And they were, I played all three receivers, three receivers wow. in multiple stacks. Obviously, your third receiver, you put. You're talking it, about Walker, though, too, right? The tight end. And Walker. Two receivers. Oh, wow. No, I'm talking about all yeah, three. Yeah, a couple lineups that. You know, I mean, I if that a hit, you're doing damn fine. Right. If one of them, if, if the if Jackson or uh, if Tennessee would have put up 30 points, one of those guys would have been fine. And whatever yep. game that guy was in, hopefully it was with the McCoy lineup, and you know you have a good day. But uh, that didn't quite happen. So one thing that I didn't catch on to, and obviously defenses, you're you're kind of just looking for them to cover your points, right? You're you're hoping somebody can score a touchdown, and then you're doing really well. If your defense can score a touchdown, you're doing well. But it had us both scratching our head yesterday. What, who got this idea to play Chicago's defense yesterday? I just I didn't expect it coming. Don't get me wrong. I know the Bears' defense is good. But playing against the Panthers, I, I just I didn't see it coming. And I think it's because some of their offensive line might have been injured. But I, I asked a buddy of mine, and he goes, that was just a straight meatball pick. He said he just picked him because he's a Bears fan. So my, my system creates based on – information I plug in. So I have a unique uh, line uh, of rankings. And basically there were 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. About 12 teams worth playing. Chicago was in that lineup and they were the cheapest option. So if you really wanted to save money, they were pinpointed. They were a 98% bargain. If you save money there and then you spent your money on guys like Russell Wilson, uh, Bell, of course, had another great year or another great week. And then uh, Mr. Am I Suspended This Week or Am I Not Suspended, Ezekiel Elliott. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. You, you, needed, you needed Zeke if you were winning anything. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I just yeah. didn't look at exposure. What's, oh, yeah, sure. Foot medicine. There you go. Um, 
Yeah, a little little uh, disappointing that um, the Tennessee's receivers crushed me. Or I would have had a decent week. I was just trying to find where's my uh, recent. Did you you had some contests where you showed up in the green, right? Well, I I did a little better than you did. I put up my best team put up 169 points, which uh, out of 300,000 people put me at 3,400th place. And uh, I'm really happy for Scott in that five dollar league that I yeah, played. I wow. played a, or no, it was a three dollar league. I think I played a bunch in that one. And I didn't hit any, and he uh, he he went over two hundred points. Yeah, fantastic, and he did. He played both Zeke and Russell Wilson. So my my good lineup had Tyrod Taylor at twenty, Ingram at twenty four, McCoy at twenty eight, Landry at twenty two, Elliott at forty three. And you're thinking, man, how can you screw that up? Well, then I had T Taylor, Tennessee wide receiver, who gave me seven and a half points. Yep. I had T Williams of the Chargers, uh, Tyrell Williams, who was a long shot, who I only played in about 5% of my league, so about one game, and it just happened to be this game, and he put up two points. And then Rudolph went nine, and then Tennessee gave me 12. Um, Yeah, because my long shot on most teams was like, well, uh, uh, let's see, who, who was the really? Fowler gave you 10 points if you played Fowler. That was a decent play. Uh, Ted Ginn Jr. W- would have been the long shot, and he would have given me 24 points, and suddenly 70. I would have been at around 195 points again. Yeah. And I would have yeah. been – and this week, the lower the point total, the, it, the rosters didn't jump. You know what I mean? You right. won more right. with right. less right. this right. week. Right. The, the offenses didn't go off. If so. you spend uh, 5800 bucks, how much are you expecting out of a player? How many points? I always try to go times three. Times three. So if someone costs five thousand dollars, I expect them to get five points three times would be fifteen. All right. So my cheap receivers were pretty piss poor. Garcon, right? Nine point nine. Uh Moncrief. He was three grand and he scored me five points. And you're telling me I should have gotten nine out of him. He was three 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 thousand three hundred. Right. Where again, like Ted Ginn was like four one and he put up like twenty four points. So he was a steal. And that's what you want when I say bargain rating. Marquez Lee almost did it then. He was 4300 bucks. He scored 11.2. He was close. But my receivers right. laid an egg. Uh, my defense, the Rams, 17 points. And uh, they, uh, they were 2600 bucks. They were cheap. They, 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 by your system, they gave me what I needed and then a little bit. I'll take it. Marcus Mariota, on the other hand, as you mentioned, not gone. so much. Um my number one receiver who I didn't play in any lineups, according to my rating system, was uh, Brendan Coleman, and he was projected at uh, 9 points, 9.6. He put up 11. So he actually that would have been a safe play. And you put that – let's say you put – okay, so he costs $3,300. Uh-huh. I put him in 60% of lineups, and he doesn't go off, but he gives me a very safe average that – I could spend that money elsewhere, and hopefully those are those long shots that go off. So my, my number one team was uh, I played the Jaguars, and they got me 20 points. And uh, Drew Brees, he did fine, 24. LeVon Bell, and then Michael Thomas at 15.2. Do you play any of the Saints this week against the Bears? You know, I was just I'm pulling up projections right now, kind of uh... – let me give a peek here. I mean, right. since it is Monday, we, we can, can actually talk Monday, a little. Yeah. That's kind of nice. A little bit of the future. 
Um, yep, I'm not doing that Monday Thursday thing this week. That thing's just uh, I a. I, I don't have enough time into it. And it kind of just takes your money. You have to look at the matchup. Yeah, you're right. You have to look at the individual matchups and the yeah. If the matchup is right, then then I think you're okay. Again, if you're just tuning in, we are we're talking daily fantasy football right now. If you want to join in on that talk, please do. Uh, just give us a ring here on the show at seven six zero four five four eight eight three four seven six zero four five four eight eight three four. Give us a call anytime. We'll take the conversation wherever you want. You want to talk about the local team here, the Chicago Bears, and how well they did. But we want to talk right now. I've been getting very interested in daily fantasy football, thanks to you, man. So I thank you for that. You're welcome. I appreciate it. Sure, Lauren's ecstatic. She is pumped. I think she's probably. Been... Yeah, we haven't we we haven't had any issues with it. <laughs> None. Uh, hey, it's it's the best. I'm not really losing money. No, like I'm, I'm... you're not. If you play smart, and so I am playing smart to where at least at the very least it's it's a good time for a cheap it's a cheap way to spend money having fun. I play about twenty dollars a week, Me too. which. Isn't really that yeah. bad. I, I mean, honestly, that's just my tournament play. I do play some cash games that start adding up. 30 at the most. Yeah, 30 is the most I play, which, I mean, you start talking in a month, three, six, nine, one twenty, but I would say I lose maybe, I win 80% of my, my no, I, what would, I lose about 20% a okay. month. All right. Thanks. With a chance of making that up. And I did have a good week last week, and that's going to cover for the month. So I'm okay. So this month I'm probably going to be up maybe 20, 30%. Okay. Um, I can't pull up projections uh, because of the the internet? No, because the, the this week isn't officially over. The World Wide Web. So the numbers aren't quite. Okay. You know what I mean? Nothing's been updated. Yeah. Hang on. I'm going to post the link to the show here. Quick. We're still doing, uh, yeah. Still doing promo? Well, usually when the show is like 90% over. Yeah, you're in the show. Like that's where you should be. What do you mean? Like plugging the show right now doesn't really help. Right, I understand. But w- today was kind of a weird day. We weren't sure when we were going to start. Hell, I didn't know we were starting until we were starting. Well, yeah. I mean, we got to get to it at some just, point. You, and I appreciate it. I don't mind being. I, I do the same to you. Then it's good to know that you don't have to tell the other guy when it's starting because that's it's fantastic. Well, I found that you're the one who spent like four hours outside going to get a microphone that you would think you would have just brought up with you when you came in. Well, I don't know. For some reason, I thought we'd go at six o'clock. It seemed like the the time that we, we roll with this thing. And no, because you know. made a comment we last night about, about like, well, especially, you know, it, you know, if we're meeting at a certain time, we could get get it going earlier. Oh, I was doing. It. I but thought we didn't you needed, say anything after that. I moment. thought you needed to like get out of here, like you know, you, we're, we're, your we're Monday. We're into the green room here, thing, folks. I hope you're enjoying it. No, yeah, it's fine. It, I enjoyed starting then. I'm dead serious. Come yeah, on. I thought we were just taking advantage of the fact that hey, we could just we could we could get the show done, we could do the show and have fun with it, and not have to worry about time or anything. It getting too late on a Monday because you know you have a child now, Clark. This is true. This kid needs to see you. You need to. You have a weird week going on here too. So any any extra time, if you know, there might be a chance I can make it home before she goes to bed. I think she's an early sleeper. I think you, know? you need to uh, uh, definitely you know keep pushing the Cubs onto that child. So much so that, that child, she's going to repress it. That child can be it. a fan of any team that she wants, or she doesn't have to like sports. It's fine. I'll you let, say I'll that, I don't believe decide. that. Though. I'll let her decide. I don't believe it. I will try to. You are going to be will, a baseball. I will. De- 
I would think that her father would be a great influence on her. She would look up to me and, and respect me. So she understands that I like greatness, and I like the Chicago Cubs. Wow. That's all. The, whole, the babies are weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not a good week. Last week, Lauren actually gave me a little bit of hell on it, to be honest, because I was like, hey, by the way, I doubled my money. And she's like, this is the first time you've ever talked to me about this. It must be the first time you've won. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, I, it's the first time I've doubled my money. I've, I've like, I've come out even and things like that, yeah. but I just, I didn't tell her that, but Listen. I will. So this week I made sure to tell her, hey, look, I lost half of what I won, so I'm right back to where I was, okay? Like, I'm letting her know. I'm reporting in. Yeah. Which I think is a respectful thing to do. Right. <laughs> what are you going to say? No, hey, no, 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 I, 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 you just find a nice way to say whatever it is. <laughs> what? No, no, I, there's nothing to say. Like, I don't know. There's nothing for me to say. I don't know. You know, it's it's life. I mean, it's you're right. You share finances with somebody else. I do. Yeah. I mean, we share. We have a child. She does, I mean, yeah. you're right. You, there's things you need to look, to look at. In fact, like one of my fantasy leagues that I'm starting is in honor of her. I saw that. Yeah. yeah Hazel's college fund. So Chad won it, my buddy. So I'm texting him to let him know hey by the way it's called hazel's college fund you're supposed to get yeah. half to the fund yeah, well i'm sure he's going to hold on to it until the appropriate <laughs> That'd be time such a dick thing that's hilarious uh, uh which is funny because you had you started up this you started up your own league which i i encourage like why not have your own thing kind of play with your friends don't oh, play with man. sharks i know and uh, be the a shark. mistake it was a mistake there are some sharks in that cash league yeah, in in the in the regular cash league that we play in, there are some sharks, and it's it makes me want to play and do really well. Well, I dropped the fucking ball in that big time. I finished seven out of ten. That said, our guy Chad picked up the slack and won. He might be a shark. I one hundred percent would have won that league last week, but I defaulted the roster. I defaulted the roster because I didn't have. I wasn't playing anybody in the Thursday night game. Wait, what? In the other league we play in, the Dimitri League. Yeah. I would have won the. I would have hands down. I would have won that game by the early games. Like I had a, so many points on the early games over yeah. everyone else. Yeah. Because I didn't play the Thursday game, so it defaulted. And DraftKings. Oh, that's right. The week ago. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't set a lineup, it doesn't let you. Even if you're not playing anybody in the Thursday games, if you don't have a lineup present, they don't let you change. It anything. makes sense. Not really, because it's like. You just shouldn't be able to play the Thursday players, which you wouldn't well, be able to do anyways. Not. Of course not, but... It's no advantage. I don't know. It, it's difficult to say that it is, isn't, because then if you could just jump in... No, they let you change out players. Right. right? That's what I'm you saying. You can change out players you can, If you set... Okay, here's the deal. For people I don't, who don't understand, understand what's going on. Yeah. If you're playing a, a, a game that, let's say, includes the Thursday game and then all the Sunday games and Monday and you decide, okay, I don't want to play anybody in the Thursday games and you go into DraftKings and you set up a lineup with all players Sunday that you're not even playing. You're just picking random players Sunday. Yeah. You're in the game. It's fine. Thursday rolls around. You don't play anybody. Yep. Friday morning, you can go in and change every one of those players, you know, except obviously players who play Thursday. Thursday. And, and you could fix your lineup the way you want to and play from there. But if you go into the game Thursday without setting any lineup, without drafting any players, it kicks you out of the game. It takes your money and says, you're last place. You defaulted. Right. You didn't get a lineup right. in. 
And I did that in that league this week. And I did that in the league last week. So I was pissed. So I created, I go, okay, well, what lineup would I have played? Right. I played that lineup. That's the one that put up 195 points. Yeah, I know. So and you'd have definitely won it. Yeah. But you did really well in another Fuck. league with it. You did just fine in other leagues with it. But that would have been a lot. I would have actually, no, that's not true. I would, yeah. Okay. Daily fantasy is a lot of fun. And it is. Thank yeah. you. For jumping in uh, Back to the New Japan Pro Show uh, Your favorite match of the night Let's start with favorite match The I'm sorry, the Ring of Honor pay- They turned it into a pay-per-view When you bought they tickets did. for it It wasn't going to It was to just be. a house show right? Yeah. And they, they turned it into a pay-per-view Well, didn't they announce that Omega would be there First, well, and then They turned it into a pay-per-view and- It was their highest selling Fastest show, selling, largest show They've ever done Okay. And all they did was announce Kenny Omega was going to wrestle for the first time in the United States and wrestle his... Well, no, didn't he, didn't he wrestle in New Japan here? He, he, it was the first time ever he was going to defend the United States Championship actually in America. Oh, okay. Awesome. So, so they had only announced that it sold out faster than any other Ring of Honor show. Yeah. How big is the arena-ish? 4,000? 2,000? It's about, let's say, 3,500. 3,500. Yeah, it's a decent. With place. a hockey. We're not talking high school gyms here. Well, there was a, there was a hockey um, uh, arena partitioned off. Like, you could okay. actually watch the kids playing high, hockey. Oh, that's hilarious. Well, we were waiting in line to get some autographs. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Okay. No, but that's a decent size. Like I said, we're not talking your, your bingo yeah. hall. No. Well, it, it's, not... it's equivalent to a bingo hall. It is. A big bingo hall. It's a big hall. bingo hall. Yeah. Okay. But, for example... Saturday or, or that Sunday was wrestling. Right. Next, the next week, you know what the marquee had? You know what the big uh, show was? Uh, the Harlem, no, no, the Harlem Gold Travelers do bigger. The Rubik's Cube contest. Oh, that's fantastic. Okay. Where all the kids come and play the okay. Rubik's Cube. All right, I'm getting a better idea. But still, they sell this out. Yeah. They know that there's going to be people who want to watch it because it sold out so quickly here that you have local people who will, will buy it. And it was kind of one and of those things. Nationally, people want to see it. All the, the Japanese talent they were bringing in were all the guys I really like. Mm-hmm. Minus Okada. I would have loved to have seen Okada. And I'm going to get to sure. see Okada in the Tokyo Dome. There you go. It, it, when I go. So um, It's almost go time for that. Tickets coming up in, in a yeah, days? Yeah, tickets go on sale tomorrow. Wow. Well, two days in Whatever Japan, it is, because it's Japan. And right. Day ahead. It's all confusing. How many hours? Like 12, 13. Yeah. It's a half day. Unreal. Yeah. So that's why I, I go in early so I can be a hipster and celebrate so your New Year's match. first. So my favorite match, I, I'm going to go actually with the Kenny Omega. Lights. We finally have lights in the attic. Um, Kenny Omega, and I can't think of the guy's name he was fighting because I don't like him. Tanahashi, I think is his name. Yeah. So Tanahashi, basically, he comes to the ring with one of those band leader sticks. Okay. He's like one of my least favorite New Japan guys. He's the orchestra leader. Yeah, he's like an orchestra leader. You wave it up, down, left, left, right, something like that. And I, I, um, like I said, he's not my favorite guy in New Japan. So if all the guys Kenny Omega would fight, of course it would be the guy I was like least favorite to. Right. And everybody going into the match knew uh, Kenny Omega was going to win, and they put on a pretty good show. But then the Young Bucks got involved, and then. Yeah. Uh, Yano came out to, uh, to help uh, the other guy, Tanahashi. Okay. And so you got to see a lot of people. Cody you? came out. and Oh, and then you had the deal uh, with what's his name? Was it the writer from WWE? Yeah, that, that was after the show. So oh, I'm sorry. I'm jumping ahead. 20 boots, Clark. That's what we witnessed. 
We watched like six Boston Crabs. Okay. Like everybody in the ring had another guy in the Boston Crab. Throughout the night? No, no, no. Like during, I think think this was going on in this match. Okay. It was either this one or the five man. I get it mixed up because they kind of bled into each other. Okay. Um, But yeah, they they did. And then they did the young, the uh, Bullet Club has been starting this thing with boots. You know, when they take a guy's head and they bash it into the tag team partner in the corner and puts his boot out? Yes. So they did one boot where one guy would put his foot up. So then uh, the the next guy would call for, like, two boots. This was happening over the course of, like, last month. So you hit his head into it one boot. Yeah. Okay. But then it would be, like, Cody would put his boot up. So then there were two boots. And Marty Skrull would put their boot up. So the guy's head would go into two boots. How are they fitting in two boots? Four, did they get to four Well, boots? then they called for four boots. So four guys have to be back there with one foot up. Both their feet up. Two guys with both their feet. Oh, that, all right. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's a smarter way to do it. Well, Kenny Omega ended up calling for... Now, mind you, the referee's been knocked out this whole time. So, so it's illegal, but yes. they're, they're able to do it. Well, it's a one-on-one match for the U.S. title. Sure. But now everybody's knocked do out. Do they follow the rules? Sometimes. Better? The referees are very lenient in Japan. Very lenient. Ugh. Worse than America, I'd say. They're not as dumb, though. They don't, like, get knocked out and fall and, like, you don't see them for an hour. Like, it happened in this match. This was a Ring of Honor round. They know that they're letting you have your way here. Yeah. They, a guy hits another guy with a chair. It's they're like, hey, why are you hitting him with a chair? Put the chair down. Yeah, here they act dumb. Yeah. Like, they miss it because they're dumb. So, it's uh, not done well. So, Kenny Omega called for ten boots. All right. So every member, all the active members of the uh, the of the Bullet Club, put their their feet up. Like Cody was hanging up the side down, yep. you know the whole thing. Well, the other group saw what was going on, so they ended up doing the same thing in the other corner. Oh, so there were twenty boots. Was it fun? Yeah, it was a good time. It sounds fun. And then uh, no, so, I mean the twenty boots. Like you're into it. You're like yeah, yeah. twenty boots. Absolutely. That's great. You want to see the 20 boots? Well, so Kenny, yeah, bashed his head, the one guy's head into one set of boots, and then took him to the other end, and he ended up getting 20 boots. All right. I so, like it. That was my favorite match, probably, the main event. I, I just wanted to see Kenny Omega, and I did. Good. Even though that the five-man matchup was probably a better match. Okay. Hangman Page is incredible. And the thing that made the news in the wrestling circuit was what I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Jacobs. I mean, I, I think every re- online wrestling publication posted about that, right? Sure. That he took a picture with the Bullet Club? Yeah. So basically, the Bullet Club was like partying in the ring, and they're like, hey, why don't we take a, a selfie with the fans? Who, who, let's get, who has their phone on them? And they're like, Kenny, you have your phone? He's like, oh, I don't have my phone. And then the Young Bucks, everyone was searching for a phone. So all of a sudden, yeah. all the fans were like, I got my phone. Use right, my right, phone. Right, use right, my right, phone. Right, right. And then they found J- Jimmy Jacobs. And, uh, so they went over to take, and everyone got excited that Jimmy Jacobs was there for that. And right. I turned, I was with my new Japan guru, Brandon. Okay. And I go, hey, Brandon. I go, who is that? He goes, it's Jimmy Jacobs. Wow. And I'm, like, and I'm like, oh. And then a couple minutes later, and like everyone was so excited, I, finally, I turned to him and I go, hey, who's Jimmy Jacobs? He's like, you don't know Jimmy Jacobs? I'm like, I, who? He's like, that's the WWE writer who did the, the yeah. selfie. I'm like, oh, now I get it. Ah. Yeah. Ah. Who did he take a selfie with? The Bullet Club. No, but... Oh, the, is that what got him in trouble? Yeah, yeah. You don't know the full story? 
The Bullet Club no, invaded I knew, Raw. I knew he got in trouble. Did you see the Bullet Club invade Raw? Oh, when they invaded Raw, he took a he took a with selfie while with them working. while he was working with WWE. And they fired him, and they fired him over it. So then he showed up in Chicago, and then they were doing a selfie, and he That's just happened great. to be there to That's take a picture. Great. So they were trolling. Yeah, that's what they do. The Bullet Club are trolls. But it, I mean, it's still an homage to uh, it's still an homage to uh, to the NWO. Because Scott Hall showing up in WCW, they portrayed it as he was still working for WWE at the time. Right. This is the same kind of maneuver. Yeah, very much. And then finally, WWE's like, F this. If you're going to pull shit like this, they send a cease and desist. Yeah. Because they started pulling this shit. Like, at first, they didn't care. I mean, they always did this. Right. They always right. threw they, up the, the Turkish wolf. They kind of let the, the too sweet sign be acceptable and i think they might i think they could still do it in japan because of international copyright sure like, it's all confusing i bet they can but now you said that the stands instead of the nwo too sweet uh instead of that the fans have like they sell like a thing that says censored or they all bring a thing yeah censored. they had a little thing that said censored when you hold it up well the yeah. bullet club kenny omega now does the one sweet oh does he really and so the crowd will chant one sweet one sweet instead of the two sweet oh <laughs> So I'm fine with it. Yeah, the one sweet. It's okay. like the wolf lost one ear. Yeah, it happens. Exactly. It happens. And they can still kick ass. You lose an ear, you can still kick ass as a wolf. Guarantee it. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed that show. Yeah, it was it was what? really good. What the hell's going on in WWE? Well, everyone has meningitis. That's very true. Well, they haven't actually said like WWE hasn't said it's meningitis, but that is what kind of I think they did the strong thought. I, oh, think, okay. I think they did say meningitis. Because I've heard medical issues, but they have now said meningitis? Yeah, I think there was a point okay. in the night where one of the announcers mentioned meningitis. Okay. Yeah, because it was the least kept secret going around. Well, the JoJo, worst, the worst JoJo the ring announcer. Dating Bray Wyatt. Who broke off with his wife to date JoJo. Yes. And, and his she's brother. Got a great ass. And we know that uh, Bray Wyatt uh, is the, uh, the brother to Bo Dallas. Yeah. And they're both Rotundos from uh, Sons of Mike Rotundo. You knew him as IRS. How do you get the meningitis, though? Like, is it just like I, if I sneeze on you, you get it? Or do you have to have sex? Is it more like... God, let's, we, we, we should know this. Because if so... I feel like, like I, know, I, should, I feel like I have known this, but I don't remember. Like, I know how Bray got it from JoJo. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. But then how does Roman get involved in the whole thing? How deal? does the brother get I No, it, the reason why it's so scary, here... I think it's something that can be Spread. shared very easily. I think so, too. Right? Like I think the CDC keeps some good tabs on meningitis going on. There's one form that's worse. I think, like, this is viral meningitis. Well, yeah, I think yeah, spinal, yeah. like, gets into your spine. Yeah. Maybe I'm making it's that. An, it's an inflammation of the membrane surrounding your brain and spinal cord. Yeah, see? All right. Um, and it's viral is what they're talking about, not spinal. Well, there's a viral, and then there's another right. kind. And I guess we just don't know. But anyways, it's serious shit. And you pull them out. You don't let them in. The, you don't let them wrestle. Bacterial versus viral versus fungal versus oh. parasitic. What, what's bacterial? Can you get a quick? Bacterial. Uh, uh, let's see here. And if you know and you just want to call us and tell us, you certainly can. 760-454-8834. We are live at the Sports Attic running a day late than normal and an, and an hour early. And uh, give us a ring. Oh, wow. Recent skull trauma actually could help 
bring it on. So the, yep. the fact that these guys are wrestlers just in kinda... its inflammation of uh, the meningitis, men, meninges, the the meninges. Mic- micro organ organ. <laughs> and then there's a smiley emoji. Yeah, the, not... uh, the old uh, the old producer, the old EP, uh, texted us both there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That helps. She yeah. knows. All right. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it seems like it's kind of like the like the flu. Type if you'd thing. like us to Google something for us, give us a call seven six zero four five four eight eight three four. But if WWE wrestlers go to an arena and they Meninges. spread it to everybody in the arena, think about that. I I think it's more likely to happen in the locker room than in the arena. I think, but the, there is a chance spit has to be involved or something. At the, viral. Oh, oh, at the Ring of Honor show, I got spit on by uh, the British Bulldog Sons uh, tag team partner. Does does he have meningitis? I hope not. Is he he hasn't been near a WWE. He seriously he no. walks down to the ring and he he takes the water in his mouth from a water bottle and he just starts spinning on the fans. Well, and I got it right that shit. I got it right in the face. He wow. doesn't spit in the fans like, and I'm not talking like a little bit of like mist, like Triple H. I'm talking oh. about a dude. Taking water and stop. spitting in the crowd's face. I, I'm not going to go to a Ring of Honor show with you if he's there. If he's on the card, I'm not going and sitting in the second row. And I'll sit way in the fucking back. I won't even go. That's rude. That's ridiculous. You know what he could do? He he better. Oh, so he was standing right by me afterwards, so and I really wanted to yell at him, right? And be like, dude, you you kind of spit on me, and that's rude. He's it's called the Killer Elite Squad. It's Davy Boy Smith Jr. who looks yep. just like his dad. Yep. And uh, Lance Archer. We almost have the same name. Oh my goodness. So he's stand- You drop the L and you become an asshole. Oh, and he's a 40-year-old man on top of it. What? So he's standing there. I was just going to say I'm old. Like am I too old because I think this is bullshit? No, it's disgusting. No, he's 40 years old. He's standing there and I want to yell at him, but he's 69. Oh. Yeah, and he looks that. like a biker. So that's I was how like, he gets away with it. Yeah, exactly. But that's bullshit. You gotta, you gotta send a letter. Like, is there, is there a complaint box? Like, most businesses have a complaint box for something like that. Can you email the, you know, just be like, hey, listen, I enjoy your stuff. I just want to let you know this is kind of a turndown. Oh, so the one thing with the Ring of Honor yeah. is the owner, the Vince McMahon, yeah. walks around. So, oh. like, we were standing in line. We like, were going to meet. My boy Tom Ricketts of the yeah, Great exactly. Chicago Cubs. My good friend. My buddy. Yep. Well, I'm more, yeah, more of the uh, feed guy. Go, go ahead. But, uh, so, we were standing in line to take a picture with Kenny Omega, and they, like, yeah. sold out. And he's like, hey, I don't know if you've heard that uh, they've canceled the uh, Kenny Omega. You know, he, he can't take anymore. We've cut off the line. Your dad's the owner? He <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> that sounds like your impersonation of everyone. Well, they, he sound they sound exactly like he okay. sounds like my dad. What he did does. he say again? Because I all I heard was your dad. Oh well, you can't take any more of the Kenny Omega, so uh, I'm sorry. Uh, but you know, he walks cool. around That's and nice right, I should have pulled him aside and said, Joe, I'm you realize this six nine asshole just spit on me. Wait, but this was before the show. I'm sure he's walking around during the show. Pulled him aside, and I think you put it a better way. Or else he's going to be like, this is a nice guy. Just say, hey, man. Uh, I was just I spit on product. Clark. I like this a lot, but I, the spitting in your face thing, come on. And, and then, it, you know, it, be like, I just, I, I'd like to pay the big price to sit down here, but I won't. I won't do it anymore. Would you still go? Was it too big of a deal? Like, if he's on the card, would you sit where you sat? Well, yeah. I might walk away for the uh, match. Oh, that's a good call. All right, fair. Fair enough. 
but he's pretty much he, his career's pretty much been in tag teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in the WWE, the meningitis hit the locker room. Right, wiped out half the locker. So Bray Wyatt couldn't compete against Finn Balor. So right. for the first time since this most recent brand split, no, I for believe, the first time ever. Ever, no, cut. they've done cross promotions. Oh, they have. I thought you meant these two fighting oh, each other. No, yes, that is the first. Wow, well, I was amazed to find that out. I was very happy to hear that. But they went from SmackDown to Raw because right now they're two different brands. Yeah, and so it was the first time ever. So they got AJ Styles, which it really works out because they knew that the internet community would be pretty happy about it. I would say, because both of them are members, former leaders of the Bullet Club. They just weren't there at the same time. AJ Styles. From SmackDown, came to fight Finn Balor, came to wrestle him. Without any time to practice, it sounds like, either. Didn't he fly in? Your wife, just, your wife just texted me to, to remind me that the, uh, the pronunciation of people who are in the Bee Gees are uh, men in G's. Yeah, she did me too. Yeah. Men in G's. Yeah, I, those, are, those are the band members of the Bee Gees. Yes, they are. They're the men in G's. Yes, they are. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> Thanks for letting us know. Yeah, she wants to know if it's one fall or three falls because she wants to know because we went to the uh, Lucha, Lucha yeah. Libre. Yeah. We're like there were like three falls for half the matches, and it just you couldn't tell. Everything was one fall. No, because we didn't understand a lot of it. Right, like, a lot of the, the talking in between. I I understand. So Ring of Honor was fan. That'd be better for her. She would have. She would have loved Ring I of bet Honor. She the, everybody. Yeah. And the only problem with Lucha Libre was that it was just too damn long. There was a uh, fuck the elite chant that broke out. Okay. And Kenny Omega's like, um, I really would appreciate if people didn't, you know, uh, cuss. And oh. Cody was kind of like, yeah, well, you know, maybe it's worth it this time. So one time, let's all at the same time say F the elite. Oh, really? So oh, that's fine. they counted it down and then the whole crowd said, fuck the elite. And then now we're done with it. Yeah. Cody, that's smart. Nice work. That's funny. I like that a lot. Uh, so then Finn Balor and they, they had a match and you saw it. You're kind of into it. Yeah. People seem to like the match. I want to go back and watch it again because, uh, but the, the thing about it is TLC last night where they met, nobody was really excited about it before the men and men and G's, the men and G's before the men and G's, the band members came in. Well, I think the men and G's are the thing that get invaded to get the meningitis. So they're not the band. So you could say the men. Well, the men, it's two different uses. The men and G's are if you get a VIP pass to meet the BGs okay. at like a, a Comic Con type thing. All right. Oh. You're getting your picture with the men and G's. They have a long line. They do. They're, they're one of them with a long line. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to watch that match because uh, I fell asleep while watching it last night and I, I didn't get to the final match. And I missed it while I was fast-forwarding. I was going to watch one of the two matches, whichever one I got to first. And I must have skipped over it because I don't know where that happened in the show, Finn and AJ. So then I got to the Kurt Angle return yeah. because Roman Reigns, the meningitis came to him. He's got the, the meningitis or something. Do you think you can name – can you name the meningitis? No. I, um, They're the brothers Gibb. I'll give you that much. Yeah, uh, the Gibbs. Yeah. So he, the Gibbs. So there's three there's three men in G's. Yeah, there's uh Don Gibb. No, not Don. <laughs> yeah, there is. Don Nerd. Gibb Nerds. Uh, I love Don. <laughs> I love Don. Um I I'm supposed to know this. Russell Gibb. No. There's Barry Gibb. Yeah, Barry. That's Robin Gibb. 
and uh, J- Jerry Bibb. Maurice Gibb. Maurice Gibb. They're the meninges. They're the they're the Beatles. Now Don Gibbs is not no, but a he, meninge. He is a fantastic actor. But he he's in everything. The young folks know him. Uh, they had those Capital One commercials that ran up until two or three years ago. He was in Hancock, for God's sake. He was in Hancock, kids. Come on. And then uh, the older folks would know him from great titles, uh, such as Bloodsport. Right. Classic. And uh, uh, Revenge of the Nerds 2, Nerds in Paradise. Revenge of the Nerds 1. No, he was, of course. I mean, yeah, if you just say 2, it sounds like he was just somebody who joined the second movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, yeah. And, uh, and the guy was in every television show in the, in the 90s. Earlier during the meeting, I had him pulled up. Well, I was watching Revenge of the Nerds the other night, because we both, we both know I Ogre. Think, i got to show Lauren that movie. I don't know if she knows it. That's good. That'll give me an excuse to watch it. Go ahead. We both know Don. Yeah, we both know him. Uh, you know, he's best friends with our boss, or former boss for you, my yeah, boss yeah, at, yeah. At, at my job. And, uh, you know, he comes in often, and it's, it's always a fun time. So I was watching it, and I went to one of those Kevin Bacon sites yes. where you can get degrees of separation between movies. Any actor. And any I, actor connected to anybody. Yeah. So he played the six degrees of separation of Donald Gibb, and Don Gibb. It was amazing. He, he's, I got Elvis. He's two degrees from Elvis. Which two degrees from fantastic. Ronald Reagan. Yes. Two degrees from Donald Trump. Wow. Two degrees from Robert De Niro. Yep. I mean, there's not a... The, in the small ones I didn't in, in there, he was only two degrees from uh, Ryan Reynolds. Two degrees from Mary-Kate Olsen. I even did... Who, who's the dopey guy who does? Who plays that one character? The, ooh. From what? Ooh. You That's guys. So many characters. You guys. Stephen Wright. No, 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 no. Um, what is you, that? You what guys. You Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, uh, John Hanger? Hanger? Yeah. He, Hel- Helger? Yeah, I'm way he was, he was two degrees from that kid. How did you find his name? You must have clicked it off something else, or you would have never just gone with that guy. Fantastic. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how he got there. But anyways, yeah, so that guy... Uh, Wow, we had a, who would have gotten we got a whole segment out of the men and G's. <sighs> so the shield was set to fight against Kane for some reason. You mentioned to me last week that it got weird on Raw and like Kane showed up and you're just what the hell's going on here? Yeah, yeah. So it's the Miz and Sheamus and Cesaro and Braun Strowman. Right. And Kane. Five guys on one team in a TLC match. Versus the just reunited Shield are headlining TLC. That was going to be the biggest match of the night. Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns, meningitis. Okay, right. We can just keep going. Roman Reigns joined the BGs, so he was on tour and couldn't couldn't go. So they announced that for the first time in eleven years, and the wonder around WWE right now is that Kurt Angle, when he came back to be general manager. Like we knew, he, you knew he wanted to wrestle. He he said that, but you just didn't know if they would let him. Yeah. Well, boom! Without any buildup on Raw on anything, they didn't build this up at all. Thursday, it's announced. Kurt Angle for the first time in a WWE ring. And mind you, he went to the second biggest promotion in the United States and spent a long time there, winning their world titles over and over. Impact, now, yeah. What's known as Impact Wrestling now. Um, and then he just came back. What a year ago, maybe two. But it's been 11 years since he has been in a WWE ring. Crazy. It is. And he wrestled. 
and they actually let him do things. I thought. I mean, I, I they were careful with him. Yeah, they let him go to the back for a while. There was like one simple move, like where he had to fall out of the ring, and he oh, still he, managed to land on his head. Yep, he messed that one up. He big time messed that one up. I wonder if they just think he can't. They can't put him in a real match. Like that whole like the rumor was he'd eventually fight Triple H. I think they're kind of like I don't know. I think they wanted to see what he, what, what he could do. Well, they let him come back out and clean house. Like he, yeah, he did his moves. You got you got an angle slam, an angle slam into the table. I think that vest helped cover up some uh, body. Yeah, a little bit of sure. I mean, a little bit of out of shape. Yeah, yes. I mean. It very well could have hit. I mean, his arms looked in shape, but that's just arms. Yeah. Well, there's a difference between ring and shape he's old. and... He's older. Yes. He he's not a young man. And, it, I mean, he's put it his body through hell. Uh, I liked that they did the shield entrance and that he came with them there. Because at first, it was just the other two showed up, Dean Ambrose and, and uh, Seth Rollins. And then Kurt Angle showed up behind him just I, after that. And they, they did their old thing, which... I didn't like Roman doing it alone, but I'm okay with the Shield doing it. Somebody posted a picture of him, and if you watch it, it's totally when he first comes out, he's got like a big smile on his face. Yeah, he's coming through the crowd. Oh yeah. Someone put a picture, and it was like the quote was like, "This is like what it's like when you take your dad to a strip club." Yes. <laughs> it was totally. Yes. No, he was so excited to be there, but but then then when he came back in from the back after his injury took him to the back, yeah, he overcame and came back. He had that, and they even commented. He had the serious look in his face when he, and he got to come out to his entrance. Yeah, yeah. They, I'm they, glad they, they did found both. a way to get I'm, the music. Yeah, it was very fine. <laughs> Although they did good. start the "You Suck" chant during the Shield entrance. Can I ask you this? Yeah. How did those chairs falling make any more of a difference than going through the table? Have you not been hit in the head with a chair? I'm not Braun fucking Strowman. I think he fucking chips those off like I chip off potato chips being thrown at me. That's well, he, is, he is a monster. It took putting him in a trash compactor and it, crushing his life. Is he alive? I, we don't know. We're going to have to find Are out. Sure I? He, I don't know if he'll be there. He's very good chance he's dead. Here's something else. I caught today the promo for uh, I, I haven't been able to watch this last month. Right. And the TLC buildup wasn't that great. But I. Uh. I see that Brock Lesnar will be there tonight. Oh, yeah? I saw Paul Heyman tweet out a picture of himself getting a new shave. He's at the barber shop. He's, like, getting ready for Brock's return. And he's addressing Jinder Mahal, who called him out to have a match at SummerSlam. And that's what Brock is addressing tonight. Right. Are we going to have champion versus champion at SummerSlam? Well, I think we are. I think we might even have Raw versus SmackDown in a Survivor Series match. Is there an argument to say it's way too soon to have a champion versus champion? Uh, at a, why have it at a SummerSlam and have it be something bigger than that? I think if they do this every year, they have brand versus brand in a Survivor Series match, and they have a title champion versus champion most years, I think that's going to be something to look forward to. I like it. Okay. Um, in the WWE, I'm just asking. In the, the way, WWE I, game, they do have brand versus brand. In a Survivor Series match is the main event. Oh, My well, team did not win. Maybe that's the thing they're going to actually keep doing if they, if they had it there. Because it looks like that's happening at SummerSlam. When's SummerSlam? It happened. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's Survivor, Survivor Series. Survivor Series is probably next month. Yeah. November. Yeah. I, I, I get lost. Yeah, November's... I'm sorry. This is happening at SummerSlam. Or it's, it's Survivor November Series. Survivor Series. December's usually like a throwaway, like a one-night stand type thing. And then January is the Royal Rumble. 
and then March is Mania. Those are the big ones. Yeah. And then SummerSlam is in June or August usually, I think. June, July, or August. It's usually August. August. So, whatever. I'm just excited to be going to Japan for their WrestleMania. That's going to be... That's fucking exciting. Huh? I'm excited to go for that the Japanese Japan? WrestleMania. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy that you're heading over there. No doubt about it. We're watching old matches. A lot of blood. I saw a match yeah. the other day where... It was an Indian fella. He was like a Jinder Mahal type, except he carried a weapon in his pants. And he was fighting a Japanese guy. And the ring, they took the ropes off the ring. So it was just a square box they were fighting on. And the referee was like the Hulk Hogan of their era. But he was like old. It was like Hogan at his age now being like a referee. And he just kept slapping the the Indian fella because the Indian fella kept using like a blade. Yeah, and it was just cutting the other guy, and it was just blood everywhere. It was it was brutal. So yesterday we're at the Bears game, mm-hmm. and the the end of the first quarter is coming. Right, and uh, I needed to use the restroom and whatnot. So it's the end of the first quarter, and the Bears were driving, and they had a fourth down. Yeah. So I go to the bathroom. Yeah. By the time I get back, the game is already. Uh, it, it's already. Carolina has the ball already. Like it happened way quicker than I expected. Usually a commercial break for a quarter, I thought gave you at least enough time to go pee and grab a beer. Well, that's because you're in your house and you're only walking a few feet. No, but the bathroom was right behind the thing. I, I thought I had done it before at games. I, I really know. had it. Commercials take forever. You know this. You, you're probably not used to sitting that far down. Well, what happened while I was at the beer stand was the guy next to me ordered a beer. And then one of the two beer vendors like yelled over us. Hey, Hey, Eric, Eric, I, and he's like, what? And he's like, are you Eric Tobler? And he's like, yeah, what? He didn't catch it. And the other guy says to him, the beer vendor goes, I'm Aaron from Blockbuster 10 years ago. <laughs> That's insane. Why didn't I just wait for the first time to tell you about that until we were on the air? No, I didn't know problem pretending that wasn't the 15th time I heard it. No, you did. It was the third. Hell. Yeah, I it was about the stands right after it happened, and you laughed. I think you told you gave me one of the most sincerest laughs I've ever gotten from you. So when I try to redo something here, you're going to give me hell like that? Jesus! And then today I told the guys from Comedy Act, and they liked it too. So don't be an a hole. I'm not being an a hole. I've been. I, did I bring up when you told Comedy Act that was well, the fifth time what, I heard it? What happened was I looked to you did, to help just me out. Now, and instead of acknowledging it and playing it, like. Like you do, like we do with sketch comedy. By the third time we do it, we're still up there doing it. You don't pull out your tablet and start grabbing your phone and ignoring it. I was looking for the Blockbuster theme song. Oh, well, you, you did it timely. Thank you. Is that the theme song? That's not. This is a oh, song Blockbuster by the it's, it's a Blockbuster. It's a Blockbuster of a song. <laughs> Damn it! And it worked so well. I was looking. So thank you for taking the time to do that. I, I was looking it. for wow. What I thought I could find it in time. Well, you, I thought you were gonna stretch the story oh, a little, man. and then oh. all of a sudden this, it would end, and now you got like, wow, what a difference, blockbuster video. Oh, so you were trying to do me a favor? Yes. With you, you gave me a laugh in there, even though you were doing something else. You just knew the timing was right. You I felt was, it, even though right. you weren't listening. I appreciate it, Al. Thank you. That was very kind. Now, anyway, did you hear about the Blockbuster? Recently, they have a Twitter account. The Imagine Blockbuster. the perfect video store. It would have a great selection, right? Right. Over 10,000 videos. Three evening rentals, so no rush, no hassle. 
fast checkup. 24-hour quick drop returns open late every night. Well, the perfect video store. Welcome to Blockbuster Video. Is popping up all over the country. There's one near you. Blockbuster Video. Wow, what a Man, the they popped up everywhere. They did. That was overnight. Here a while back, like uh, the, so you're last, welcome, the last Clark. blockbuster started tweet some tweets. They had a couple of really funny ones because there is still a blockbuster open. So if you go to Lone Blockbuster at Lone Blonde Blockbuster on Twitter, you can see some of these. It was from a while ago. Maybe you missed it, or maybe I do remember that story. Yeah, yeah, blockbuster uh, was uh, that was an overnight sensation, man. It was here, and everybody had a blockbuster card, and then it was gone. Just like that. I had a great, I had family video. And family video was so much better than Blockbuster. Like, it was leaps and bounds, the better video store. Here's a tweet from them uh, on June 17th. A lot of people don't know this, but we own a large portion of Netflix. Just kidding. Our electricity just got shut off. (laughs) That's funny. For decades, people have said our business model will be our downfall. And you know what? We have to commend them on their spot-on analysis. (laughs) Right after that says, they're popping up everywhere. Wow. That really, they tried to, they tried to jump into the streaming thing like Netflix. They tried to jump into the sending, no, the sending disc out thing. Netflix just crushed them. They did it. Because Netflix started as the disc. They still do that. Right, they I remember sending that. you discs just like you're going to Blockbuster, but you didn't even have to leave. You no. ordered it. Came in the mail. Online. And if that happened, now you, now you do it on the, the thing, but now you can just stream it. Blockbuster should have been good enough to still be streaming. They just couldn't stay alive, Clark. There's a, there's a point where you just can't no, do it. God, I Bring it back. The men and cheese, man. You're telling me. Well, I, I was watching the Shark Tank the other night, and uh, Richard Branson was on it. Wow. And it's like he created Virgin. Virgin Airlines. Yeah, but didn't it start with a record store? Virgin Records. Yeah. Wasn't it like Virgin yeah, Records? Yeah, yeah. Like that was the cool record store to yeah. go to when we yeah. were when we were kids. Virgin Records. He just had the enough. He for, does a lot of space shit, doesn't he? Yeah, I think he has like a space balloons. program. Uh, he just had enough of a knowledge and intelligence to think ahead and get out of owning like a record shop and right. move on to other stuff. Right. So. Yeah. But you saw him on Shark Tank. Oh, him and Mark Cuban got into a little fight. A little bit of a little little razzing. Water was thrown on, the, the, and as we already discussed, throwing water on somebody's root while well, spitting it's not rude. I imagine throwing it's decent. Yeah, no, he took like a cup of water and just went boom. Oh, wow! So that's interesting. Was it fun? Fun? Yeah, it was a good time. It was a, there was a little tension. Yeah. Uh, you also mentioned to me that the Alex Rodriguez episode was a little bit of fun. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I, I always like when they have little guests on. Because the Gronks came on with that one, so the Gronkowski boys. Yeah. 
But yeah. I'll you know. start looking up. I don't know. Awesome. Don't know. Don't know what you're doing. Uh, the Bears defensive front, pretty good. The Bears linebackers, pretty good. But what, one thing that I'm very happy to see has been doing all right is the backfield. You got Kyle Fuller. Your wife sent us a list of blockbusters. Arkansas, Illinois. Oh, wait. Arkansas has like 12 because people in Arkansas, they don't know any Current better. blockbusters? Yeah. Arkansas has 12. Uh, Florida has one. Indiana has about seven. Kentucky has about three. L.A. has one. Or, I'm sorry, that'd be Louisiana. Minnesota has one. <laughs> Mississippi has one. North Dakota. Oregon is like seven. Do you know what TX is? You got that? Mm-hmm. TX? Right. Texas is still the proud, uh, the proudest. El Paso of, has a shit ton of blockbusters. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. If you want to go to a blockbuster, El Paso is going to be your best bet. I mean, if you want to go to multiple blockbusters, El Paso. El Do you think these? Uh, let's call one. This let's can't see. be real. Where's my phone? Yeah. I forgot how to do this now. I can't. Your phone's right in front of you. There. Oh, it, was, it has the numbers. Got okay. it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> can I do it just for what about the beat call it again? You know, phone number. Let's see. Let's call it El Paso one. All right. Guys, you got to hear first. This is uh, we're gonna give him a call. We're gonna see. I don't know if that's still open. Yeah, we're gonna see if this what if this list has any. Uh, there's a list that we just got that there are more than one blockbuster. We're sorry. Nine yes. one five eight are you surprised? three three two zero 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 what? is disconnected for directory assistance. We'll canceling. All right. Well, let's. Uh, Can you confirm that? That was the number. So there's one on this list that's gone. Like, what year is this list that we're looking at from? I don't know. Let's. Uh, we'll try another one here. Okay. Uh, no, I love this list. Like, I'm just surprised there's this many. Do you think maybe I have to put the one in to call, or do you think the number is just fine? Oh, no, you have to put the one in. One? Okay. Yeah. Let's try one. From there you do. From your phone you don't. But I think that what we have works like a landline where you need the one. Cellular telephones, by the way, folks, you don't have to put the one in. I don't know if you know that. It's true. It's oh. damn true. These kids have no idea how hard phones were when we were kids. You had the dial numbers. Like when I was real young, like half the phones were still rotary when I was a kid. We're sorry. Nine one five eight two. All right. I'm getting out of Texas then. And were those all El Paso? That was all El Paso. The El Paso uh, blockbuster. Try Grand Forks. Where's Grand Forks? What's the state? State. Uh, hang on. Uh, it's North Dakota. So and at seventeen oh seven South Washington Street, Grand Forks. Yep, I found it. Okay, here we go. North Dakota. This is a lot, and ladies and gentlemen, this is live radio. Do you think you're going to get that anywhere else? No, you're not getting calls to Blockbuster on any other show. We're zero for two so far, which, by the way, it's a lot like the Cubs bats. Thank you for this list, by the way. I really appreciate having this. Are you sure that's what these are? Yeah, it is. Blockbuster.com might need to be updated. Who would have thought? Call failed or was not answered. 
We can't even hear oh. him anymore. Did you turn it down? Let's try. Let me try one in front of it. Dialing. It, yeah, it's just straight up. So like, we're not even calling this number. Well, I gotta think of anywhere in the world, Anchorage, Alaska is gonna have one open. I wanted to just press the button, but it's a picture. All right, here we go. International calls are not allowed. I guess Alaska's a little too far. Wow, they call Alaska. All right, one more chance here. What state? Or else this thing's going to go. Indiana, Monticello, Indiana. It's going to get real slow. Sure, try Monticello, Indiana. Monticello. This is Monticello, Illinois. Been to a fine 48 champ down there. I've also been to the Walmart by there. At a bar. Isn't there like a fake... uh, uh, where, where are we at here? Like one of those Monticello, Indiana. Yeah. Wow, what a difference. Well, if they are still open, they're very slow to get to the phone. But they probably have, they have the customers. old... customers. They're busy. You're, you're right. Well, this is probably prime time. If they still have the popcorn. Maybe they're making some of that. <sighs> I had hope. I had hope. Well, there it is. Blockbuster. I think technically 0 for 4, 0 for 5. Okay, I have to try one more. Now I'm like determined to find a freaking. I believe in you, Al. I believe in you. We're going to get to the bottom of this. No doubt about it. This. Even after the show, I want to do this. Lauren, this is what happens when you send a list to... Uh, the number uh, you have reached. A bunch of ADD seven, people. Seven, two, oh, four, eight. I'm, are you disappointed? I am. I'm a little uh, heartbroken. I am as well. Is really the word I would use. I am heartbroken a lot like Cam Newton yesterday. Very heartbroken. Three turnovers. Fumbled on him. That's on him. Absolute garbage. The, uh, the, tur- the, the two interceptions are on him. First interception I give uh, that Eddie Jones got. I'll, I'll give him a, I'll give an assist to Prince Amukamara. He's looked like shit all year. Uh, Cam, Cam has. Uh, he's had a couple good weeks. Uh, I heard uh, this just in from uh, a big fan, my sister. Uh, she said that this week uh, he wasn't talking to the press at all or anything. And then what she saw out there was him look very Jay Cutler like. In that, by by what I mean by that was he got sacked. Then he kind of moped, and then he threw the interception, and then he kind of moped. That's what Cam was doing. It was oh, very Jake wow. Cutler-esque is what she saw, and she's a fan of that team. She said he wasn't talking to the media all week. So then, then you have little Mitch on the other side. He's like, just let me throw the ball. Let me throw the ball, coach. Yeah. That's what I see, like, which has me excited. How are we doing here? I'm still, uh, okay, one of Payne, Texas locations might be open still. Why are you? I think it's out west. Hang on. Let me. I could tell you the one. They're saying there may be some in Alaska, but we can't call Alaska. Um, oh, yeah. The big one is Alaska. Uh, I think it says Oak Lawn Shopping Center. It's in. Oh, wow. Huh. It's all your fault, Clark. Did they let you call Alaska yet? No. No. All right, I have to give up. I have to give up on this. Or I'm going to be, you know what, Redmond, Oregon. That's going to be, 
as the last one. Okay. I mean, you moved on. You, you had this some... account is actually run by a few of us at the store. We're a small operation, so we take turns running social media, working the registers, and cleaning out the return drop box. A lot of people seem to think it's a trash receptacle, even though we taped up the sign. <laughs> it says it's for movies and games only. This coming. Revenant Blockbuster. Hey, Blockbuster. Yep. Do you have uh do you have the Soprano series on uh on, on tape? Um let's see. Maybe. Thank you. Of course. Um yeah, looks like I do actually have the Sopranos. Okay. And what does it take to get a membership? Uh so to sign up for a membership I just need a driver's license and a debit or credit card in your name. Awesome. What what are your hours? Uh, we're open from uh, 10.30 to 9 every day. Thank you very much. All right. Appreciate uh, it. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, we just – it was like yes. landing on the moon. Yes. I feel like I landed on yes. the moon. Wow. Yeah. It exists. We did it, man. Wow, Al. It's your wow, what a I difference. Because I was with you. I was out. Like, we were over five. Thank oh, you, Oregon. Oh, my gosh. Do you think that he, he knew – like, by the time I started talking to you... Well, it was a little weird, the two voices uh, going. Yeah, I know. I just went with it. Yeah, though. no, that's fine. Wow, touchdown, man. I want to thank you out there and uh, for answering that. I forget the name. I think you said his name. Which blockbuster are we talking to? It was in Oregon. Okay, all right. I don't want them people to listen to this and then, you know, hassle the uh, blockbuster guy. Well, no, I didn't. Yeah, we're, dinosaur, not, we're not giving man. that number out from here and got to be really good at the internet to find it we should call every week with a new movie see if they have it the soprano series on tape <laughs> and what does it cost to get a membership oh well, i should have uh, well, we forgot to ask how well, maybe we should go back uh forgot to ask how much it costs to rent a movie they're real like they exist believable Man, I could still smell Blockbuster. Yeah, there's a bit of a popcorn smell. Popcorns and farts. <laughs> yeah. There's a yeah. lot of people, you're sitting there trying to figure out a movie, and it's just like, bam. Yeah, you're spending the night inside. You're not eating the best of stuff. Right. Ugh. Well, I think that's probably a good point. I mean, I don't think, I don't think we could top it. How are we going to top that? Unless we could get one of the meninges on the phone. I don't know. If you're a meningee, you could have called us. Right? If if any of the BGs are listening, please give us a call. If not, I think we need to start ending the yeah, show because I, I don't think we're going to topple meningees. I had a really good time. I had a good couple days with you, Al. Yeah, it's been uh, fun in a Clark, uh, Clark ride uh, this week. It's been fantastic. The Bears game was fun. Uh, Missed you on Beer Down. Spoiler <laughs> alert, I picked the Saints next week. Okay. The field, you know, they're they're on turf and... It's funny, I would have taken the Bears. And that team scores. Well, then after I picked him, I found out that uh, that Akeem Hicks uh, used to play for him. And he's got a bit of a chip on his shoulder about it because they didn't put him in the right position. Wow. They had him lining up as an end and stuff. And now he's just, he's kicking some ass. He's having a Pro Bowl type season. He's been one of my favorite players for a long time. You know, I always love the defensive lineman. That's my, that's my jam. And he's one of my favorites since probably like Keith Trailer era. Yeah. Um, it, it, I just enjoy him a lot. We always have. We did saw you, Spice Adams the other day too. Yeah, we did. Did you like uh, Leonard Floyd? 
I do like Leonard Floyd. I mean, he's an outside linebacker, but. And then, uh, what's his name? We got the uh, suspension, the hit in Green Bay. Oh, um, he got a sack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got him over there. Good, good linebacker. Oh, yeah. Well, it was a fun week. We're talking about Gervaitis. Yeah. Jonathan yep. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, Denver. Amos, he did all right. Yeah. Fuller, of course. Eddie Jackson was. was okay. Now I saw on the board Fuller got hurt and I didn't see him again in the game. No, I don't he came know. back in. He did. He okay. did get back in. Um, and uh, Eddie Jackson, yesterday was a year to the day from when he broke his leg at Alabama and missed the rest of his senior season, and that's why he fell to fourth, the fourth round. He was like 112th pick overall this year for the Bears. It's fantastic. What a day. One year to the day. Eddie Jackson, the safety who scored a couple touchdowns. Alabama. Wow. He's our Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson? Yeah. He's, I mean, he's like a, a pop superstar. How is he a pop superstar? He put up 14 points by himself, Clark. Are you going to deny you it? that correlation because of the last name? <laughs> Well, he's not a Jesse Jackson. He's he more kind of a Michael Jackson. Kind of remind you of like having a Mike Brown back there. He did it so much. Boom, Mike Brown was boom. awesome. 150 yards on returns in one game. Fantastic. All right, y'all. We're Larch here in Lawrence, and you're at another night of the Sports Attic. Next week, uh, we'll be here uh, Sunday night. We'll see you then. Thank you again for tuning in. Thank you, Blockbuster, for being alive. Uh, thank you for the meninges. Yep. Thank you to Lauren. Thanks for answering. Uh, thank you, uh, Brent, for the, the wonderful uh, football tickets. Had a great time there. Thank uh, you, DraftKings, for existing. Thank you, iTunes, for hosting us. Thank you, Blog Talk Radio, of course, for hosting us live. And you can listen later on there. Stitcher Radio, Google Play. So you know how I'm reading the Jim Bar- Ross book? In. Oh, yeah. You know how I think he murdered his cat? Oh. Well, no, you know how, like, I think he murdered his <laughs> yeah. cat after his wife died. No, I knew that. Yeah, I, thought, yeah. I thought you were going to tell No, I'm not out. giving you details. <laughs> Although there were he clues in this with, book. He was gone when the cat died. Chapter one, the book starts off with him murdering puppies. Oh, no, come on. He kills six story? puppies. Tell me, what, tell me your, your proof. Well, I, I was a little boy. Tell me. And my, my dad, uh, we lived on a farm. Yeah. And uh, we were farmers. And it was a working farm. Uh-huh. And we had a prized dog, you see. Yep. Now, my dad only made about a... Uh, $150 a week, but uh, the dog would make puppies, and the puppy dogs would sell for, say, $300. Uh-huh. So it was big money. And I was put in charge of the dogs, and uh, one day uh, uh, I was a little older, and they gave me some responsibility, and I, I left the cage open, Uh-oh. and a feral dog came in and, and screwed the dog. Whoa. Well, he only sold purebred dogs, yeah. so these were mutts. So he was very honest, very honest, very honest man. He He, he, was, he told the truth. He went and told everybody, he said, hey, we got mutts coming. Uh, they're not part of the deal. We're not selling them. Not good business. Not good business, man. So then, uh, you know, the, the puppies were born, and they were cute. And he put them in, he put them in a sack, and he said, J.R., uh, you, you made this mess. You, you need to learn to clean it up. Whoa. You, we can't have these puppies. And uh, I knew what I had to do. So no. I, went, I went out in the field. And a sad song was playing, and I cried, and uh, I said, I took a hammer, and I said, he's dead, he's dead, the dogs are dead, they're dead, all the dogs are dead. What's the story? That's a real story. Did he really? Hello, Clark? Yeah. Do you know who this is? The ghost of one of the dogs. This is Rover. (laughs) JR murdered me, and he murdered that cat. Terrible. Oh. 
Hey, Clark, you know who this is? It's, oh, boy. This is Sam. Another one? No, I'm the cat that he murdered okay. after his wife died. She was a saint. I remember a couple minutes ago when we were ending the show. Yeah, you think we should get out of here? I think I probably now the time. Got. All right, good night, everybody. We ended at the blockbuster. It started the whole world crying But I didn't see That the joke was on me Oh no I started to cry Which started the whole world Oh, if I'd only see that the joke was on me. Ah.